about funny stuff. Serious about food. Serious about anything that I'm in the mood for. Serious. Let's get serious. Talk to me, talk to me, tell me about your fantasy. Talk to me, talk to me, tell me about your fantasy. Talk to me, talk to me, tell me about your fantasy. Let's get serious. Hi. 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 This is Kendall. Oh, oh, I'm Stephanie. I'm Steph. Yes, my guest. This is uh, Stephanie Baum. Mm -hmm. My name is Kendall Browns. You're listening to Let's Get Serious, and I'm here with Stephanie Baum. Hi. Um, Also known as. Steph, Steph Baum? Steph Baum. Well, it's just the shortening a- shorten of my name. You know, Steph, Stephanie. No, I get that. Yeah. I was trying to, I was kind of going back and forth about whether or not your last name was actually pronounced Baum. Yeah. Because I started thinking, maybe it's Stephanie Baum. No, it's, I mean, my family's always pronounced it as Baum. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Tenenbaum, oh, you know, that, yeah. that whole song. Christmas tree. Yeah. So at Christmas time, was there like uh <clears throat> like a variation on that song? Uh, no, because we're we're yeah. <clears throat> we're Jews. What? So yeah, I know. Not everyone celebrates can Christmas. I, can I? St- no, actually, we do. We started celebrating Christmas when I was seven because uh, my mom remarried. Oh. So, but, which is fine because we don't. We're terrible Jews. We don't really know. So you did celebrate about, Christmas. Yeah, we did. So I, did I know. I just wanted to throw song. you for a loop. All right. Yeah, but okay. we never sang with Tannenbaum. Actually, we never really sang. We just kind of. Tore presents open and it wasn't a musical family. No, not so much. Do you yeah. play music at all? I I own a ukulele. Mm-hmm. I played the cello for eight years. Okay. Uh, in grade school, I I wrote one song on the ukulele, and that's it. I'm a one hit wonder. But I was really, it a good song though. No, was terrible. it a hit? No, um, no. On the Steph Bomb pop charts, it was a hit because okay. it's pretty much the only one. So by default. Yeah. It was the best one, but yeah, I'm not very musically inclined. Take it any way you can. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. that's why I think about hits. Yeah. It was uh it was something. It's like a hit like a hit rock bottom. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but you've never written a song on cello? Mm-mm. No, it was just grade school, you know, you perform the sheet music kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to play violin, but you, because I'm tall, they gave me the cello, which I'm... Tall people can't play violin? I know, right? No one wanted the cello. Everyone wanted violin, but since I was an Amazon in like third grade, that's what they stuck me with. Cello's cool, though. No, I like looking back, I appreciate it. Do you I have a cello? It. No. I uh, had to give it up because it was borrowed through the school, and then when I went to high school, there really wasn't a music program, mm. so I either had to buy my own, which my family couldn't afford, or just give it up. All right. Yeah. That's a sad story. Oh no, it's okay. Okay, so Steph Bomb. Yes. Um, I'm gonna tell you what I know about you. Okay. As an introduction to the listeners. That sounds good. And then you tell me what I got wrong. Okay. Or left out. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So you live in Chicago. I do. You make. I don't know what to call them. Plush, plush things? Plush forms? Do you call them plushes? Pl- I just call when them... When people ask you, what do you make? Or when, when this comes <clears throat> up, what do you call the, these guys? Um, plush things. It's so hard because like, uh, if someone... I'm breathing really heavy into this mic. I don't think... No, I think you're doing all right. Okay. Um, if someone I can turn it is, down if it's freaking oh, out. Oh, no, it's okay. If someone knows 
like about uh, crafts and toys and vinyl toys, it's easy just to say plush. If someone has no idea what the hell I'm talking about, usually it's like, oh, they're like stuffed animals, but not a teddy bear. And then you kind of like cringe a little bit, like a piece <laughs> of you dies, but it's the only way you could really relate it to things. So yeah, yeah. Just stuffed like, animals. Yeah. So I just say, which is interesting because do you consider these animals? No, not really. I don't even know how to make animals. Okay. Yeah. So, um, you you make these little creature things, yeah, monsters. Mostly, mostly food. They're mostly food. That's what I was going to get at. Yeah. Like, for example, um, I think probably the most the ones that I had always seen the mm-hmm. most were carrots. Yeah. Corn on the cob. Mm-hmm. I've got one sitting here mm-hmm. for reference. I know an old one. It's so it's neat. Um, but also you make ice cream sandwiches yeah you make hamburgers mm-hmm. where are the hamburgers che- cheeseburgers cheeseburgers yeah okay um gyro mm-hmm. yeah, you say it? Mm-hmm. i saw you made grilled cheese and tomato soup yeah yeah uh, <laughs> hot dog angel it all hot dogs go to heaven uh-huh. <laughs> yeah um Ooh. so yeah so the theme I'm I was going to get at I'm was hungry that, a lot. Yeah. yeah. Why why do you, so they're food objects uh-huh. right made out of fabric. Uh-huh. <laughs> so far so good. Uh-huh. But then they have eyes. Yeah. Mouths right. usually mm-hmm. teeth. Yeah. They usually have like teeth sticking yeah, out. Yeah, this makes sense so far, right? <laughs> <laughs> um and so okay, so there are these food objects, but mm-hmm. then they're kind of like they have faces. Yeah. Makes you feel really bad about eating them. Yeah, but mm-hmm. you don't eat these. Mm-mm. I mean, you can do whatever you want with Although them. Although some of them are missing, like you have a bite missing. Yeah, in the sand, this ice cream sandwich yeah. is missing mm-hmm. a few bites, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so um, I'm trying to think what else I I did a little bit of research oh, that's and good. Uh, okay, so <laughs> from what I understand, you uh, how did it happen? You bought a sewing machine. You mm-hmm. didn't know how to sew at all. Not at all. And you had an idea that you wanted to make plush yeah. things. Mm-hmm. So you bought a sewing machine uh-huh. just on a whim mm-hmm. in 2004. Is that right? Well, let's see. I was 21 and I'm 28. Well, it'll be 29 this year. So it was eight years ago. Okay. So in 2011 now. Three. 2003? 2003, 2004. Yeah, okay. maybe 2004. So you bought a sewing machine mm-hmm. and then you just taught yourself how to make things? Yeah. Yeah, um, okay. I didn't really want to make clothes. That wasn't the intent. I wanted to make plush things. That was my initial... Okay, so what was that initial <clears throat> like inspiration thing? I read an happened? article about it. Um, I uh, At the age of 21, I desperately wanted to know my place in the world, which sounds kind of weird, I guess. I don't know. I didn't really... I never went to college. And, yeah, I did. I mean, this is pretty much... That's pretty much it so far. I don't really know if I could do very much of anything else at this point, but... Um, yeah, I started, uh, I tried to paint, and I tried knitting and crocheting, and um, I just... All when you were 21? Yeah, like, when I was 21. I uh, Like, right when you turned 21, you're like, all right, it's time to get serious. Yeah, I mean, it's not like I looked at myself and went, all right, I'm 21, it's time to figure this out. It's just, like, it's just the way I felt, you know, I never really put mm-hmm. thought into it, but I lived in a house, I, I'm from Philadelphia, and I lived in a house in Philly with a bunch of friends, and they all, they all played music, like everyone else, you know, and... um. And I don't have any musical talent, so I wanted to find something for me to do. You didn't think about 
playing the cello in a band or something? No, no. I mean, you know, cellos are so expensive. Like, I would yeah. have to relearn it. I'm not, I'm really not musically inclined. It's not okay. really second nature. It's pretty forced. So, um, when you're young, it's easy to Although learn things. Although you have made a plush banjo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you can't play it. I can't play it no matter what. But Okay. It's All a right. tenor banjo. Not a normal one. <laughs> it only has four strings. But, um, yeah. So... Um, I tried a bunch of stuff and then I was, I mean, I was always really big into art and like that hip urban, whatever it's called. I don't know. Lowbrow art, mm-hmm. whatever, like Mark Ryden and Gary Baseman and all those guys. And, um, I read an article about a plush art show and it just made sense, you know, like, do you remember where you read about it? Um, yeah, it was, a it was a zine called pencil fight and it was issue number two and it's a, uh, by a guy named Bona Spoons. He put out like this self-published zine, and it was a uh, all like a lot of people that I know now, which sounds really weird and it's embarrassing, so I don't want to say like who who was in it and stuff like that. But like design, designer toy type people. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but it just it just I, I mean, like I read the article and I never realized that it's something you could do, which sounds silly because it's pretty apparent, you know. But I mean, were you aware of like? designer toy movement yeah. kind of at the um, time yeah i was only because i've always i mean i love comic books and i've always collected action figures and then i love art and so <clears throat> when all my favorite artists were making toys it just made sense for me to fall into that oh my god i'm punching all it's, of your stuff it's okay it just made sense for me to fall into that world of interest or whatever you know so but did I did you like, go to college no i never went to no? college okay uh, i went to college for one class what was the class it was drawing 101 you must have hated it. Oh, uh, yeah. The teachers told me I would never make anything of myself because I'm a self-taught artist. Isn't that why you're taking a class? Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> I was like, like, man, this guy's a jerk. And so I never went back. But yeah, no college, no art training. I think no art, art teachers sometimes don't realize how much they can they can damage you. Yeah. I, I had a friend who, when she said when she was in like third grade, mm-hmm. they were doing some kind of craft project. And the teacher came around and was like yelling at her, like, you're not drawing this right. You're not That's making so this mean. right. You don't, you have to do it. And she said she got so discouraged that she never made art again. Like yeah. she just, cause all kids make art, right? Yeah, like totally. all kids, there's it's never, you do. there's never like a five-year-old who's like, oh, I can't draw. Yeah. It's like, oh, I don't want to glue these cotton balls onto the snowman. Right. It's, like, it's just, you know, it's I don't fun. know. I don't know if I wanted to glue. I remember... Really? I remember not wanting to finger paint because it just seemed so messy to me oh, when I was in kindergarten. You're no fun. I'm over it now. Yeah, okay, good. <laughs> but I definitely I definitely got in trouble. I think I had to wait in like a closet or something. Wow, what school? Where, did you grow up in a ago. prison? That sounds really cruel. No. Was it 1836? I don't I was very I guess I was just stubborn. Okay. I was a stubborn kid, but Anyway, yeah. Oh, I yeah, think, so. yeah, so yeah. it's... So it sucked. I mean, So I it could have gone totally different. You could yeah, have had, could like, have a different drawing forever. teacher. Oh, yeah. I could have had someone who was not an asshole, and what then were probably... You, what were you going to be going to school for? I didn't know. I just went... I mean, uh, I guess it was, like, fine arts, because I'm not really good at computers, so I never really was interested in graphic design. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I was interested in it, but it just <clears throat> never really was something I was looking into. Yeah, I don't... I never... I don't know. Just like, oh, art's cool. I'd like to draw. And so it'd be nice to learn about it. And yeah, it just kind of didn't work out the way I wanted it to. But that's fine. I saved a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. So. So. So you you weren't taking like, what kind of work were you doing at the time? Oh, I waitressed. Just like waitressing. Yeah. I mean, I didn't really Was have. Was that fun? No. 
Okay. I made a crap ton of money though. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, it wasn't. And this was in Philly still. Yes, yeah, in Philly still. Yeah, I never. I never. Uh, let's see. I went to beauty school uh, when I was tw- when I was also twenty one. Um, just because I finally. I don't know what happened. I guess something snapped where I was like, man, I really should do something with my life. And so since I never went to college, I figured I'd have to get some kind of proper job where I make a decent living and went to beauty school and graduated. But I don't know. It's not really my thing. I'm not really good For at hair. hair. Yeah. It's, uh, I used to cut my own hair, my brother's hair, my friend's hair. And so my brother one day was like, why don't you do this? And so I spent a lot of money on beauty school and now I don't. I don't do that. Did you work doing it at all? Yeah, I worked at a high-end salon in Newtown, Pennsylvania. Um, I would have, if I continued with it, I would have traveled around the world to <laughs> teach other people how to cut hair. Oh, yeah. Mm. So you, yeah, when you decided that you were gonna do make plushes instead, mm-hmm. had you already stopped, or yeah, was it like you I, decided um, and then you stopped? Well, I have this uh, this bone disorder in my knees. And so, like, what happened was, is I, um, halfway through beauty school, I, uh, had, let's see, how did that happen? So I fell down some stairs, and then they thought it was a torn meniscus, and then I went through physical therapy, continued, I I mean, I still graduated, but I had to use a cane at the age of 21, totally embarrassing. So, I finished beauty school, I have surgery, and... They're like, oh, hey, we've got good news and bad news. I'm like, okay. And then they're like, the good news is there is no tear. And I was like, yeah. And the bad news is you have this permanent bone disorder, so you can't take a job where you stand anymore. And I was like, ah, whatever. And I was like, oh, bummer. I just spent like $1,600 on something where I have to stand. So I stopped um, doing hair, which I was never really fond of anyway. And uh, yeah, life just kind of took its course, and I started getting more into sewing well not getting more into it, but just kind of worked out better and yeah did you find that your beauty school training <laughs> influenced <laughs> the way you would like cut a piece of fabric no not at all in fact i used to um i used to hide in the bathroom i hated it so much that like i would uh i don't know i think i would lie and tell people the teacher i'd have to poop or something and i'd hide in the bathroom because they were individual bathrooms and Stop, i would just yeah. sew and like talk on the phone and so you were sewing while you were doing that yeah yeah i started sewing like halfway through well, okay. a little bit before, like when i started beauty school um it was around the same time that i started sewing and i would bring my sewing stuff there and rather do that than perm someone's <laughs> hair <laughs> it seems like i guess it makes sense to me that 21 would be the time that you would have that kind of like yeah. Existential crisis because up until that age you're always like just waiting for this other thing to happen and then it's like yeah. your life's going to be a little different. Mm-hmm. It's like, "Oh, you know whether it's like initially getting a driver's license or graduating high right. school or like, oh, now I can drink, I can do there's always these restrictions." And then once yeah. you turn 21, you're kind of like, "Oh, now some people might be in school and then they're like, "Oh, once I'm done with school, then but right. like there's this moment where you kind of are Yeah. at a Hey, what am I? What am I doing? Well, yeah, pretty much. And like I said, like everyone else, I lived with <clears throat> had their niche already, and I just sat there and watched. I mean, I lived with five guys, and it's like I'm watching five other people do something with their time, and it's like, man, I want to not sit around and be a waste, you know? So, mm-hmm. um, but I, I don't know. I always just didn't want to. 
I was pretty much a shithead up until the time I turned like 21. And I was still kind of a shithead after that until uh, until I was 25. But when I turned 21, I realized like, yeah, I guess that like, oh man, I'm an adult now. Crap, I guess I should what? make more than like $5 an hour. <laughs> Define shithead. Oh, I just, <clears throat> you know, like not responsible and uh, uh, not really motivated or... I don't know. I mean, you know, just not like anything that you would really want to. You're just a teenager. You're just like a no good, a no good Nick. <laughs> that uh, man, this podcast is so boring so far. I'm no. sorry, anybody who's listening. No, you're, um, you you'll be surprised. Okay, you're probably gonna put like sound effects behind it, and then everyone <laughs> will be enthralled. I wish. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I was just. I mean, like you, you're just a kid, so you go to shows and you just don't care and you don't think about your future and you're content with the way things are and you stay out all night and you know like I never really was a partier but um like drinking and and stuff like that like I smoked back then but I never did drugs or anything like that so I just uh I don't know I just didn't care about my future I didn't think about it you know and then all of a sudden I just really cared and I really wanted to make sure that I did something good with my life I never thought that art would be it which is crazy because I've been drawing forever so like art is all I've ever wanted and all I've ever known, but I just thought that you had to go to college to make anything of yourself in the world of art. So, uh -huh. um, yeah, but I was just a, I don't know, it's just a waste of space, you know, like not so doing anything. You had this desire to express yourself creatively. <laughs> uh -huh, I guess so. Do you think, do you think that everybody has that and some people just follow through on it differently or do you think no. some people just don't have that I think kind that of some people desire just don't have it i mean like my parents don't have it you know they just do their nine to five and you know they think that success is like health insurance and having a decent wage and being able to financially take care of yourself not so much like that personal fulfillment so i know that not everyone has it you know and i i mean i i have friends that are just you know they're happy going to their normal job and not doing anything with their time, you know, and like it's really to each their own, not you know, which is fine, like whatever makes you happy, but I just never could live that way do you have you like come to terms with what that is in you, you yeah, know, like why I mean at this point, I have like not having a proper income, and you know like you you really wrestle with like is this what the way I want to live? You know, like, like why am I do like yeah after you achieve a certain level of like success or just like some recognition or like you know you can do this right. then you have to decide like well why am I doing this or well I know why I'm doing it that's never been the I've always known why I do it it's it's a uh, what am I gonna do with it is really like I don't know how long I'm going to be able to do this. And once I'm done, it's like, oh man, I'm so fucked. I'm going to get like some job doing billing somewhere. Cause for you've some, gotten like, too deep now. Yeah. I mean, not only that, but it's like, I have, I mean, I'm almost 30. I have no training in anything except for this, you know? And like I said, like I don't have any graphic design training. I don't know how to, I mean, I kind of know how to use a computer. I don't know how to do, I don't own, well, you know like, how to use Facebook. Yeah, I know how to use Facebook. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm a pro, but, um, I can use Photoshop. I don't know how to use Illustrator. You know, like I just, I'm, I can't afford it, so I never could learn it. Mm. But um, 
yeah, I don't know. I'd be screwed if I if this ever stopped happening. <laughs> so you said you know why you do it. Mm-hmm. I know why I do it because it's the only thing that makes me happy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but that's sort of like, okay, so why does it make you happy? Um, because, I don't know, making stuff has always made me happy. I just, working with my hands and being able to, I mean, there's so many reasons why it makes me happy. I love being able to make whatever I want, you know, and for some odd reason, other people enjoy it as much as I love making it, which blows my mind every time. But, um, I don't know. It just, it's just there, you know, like it's hard to describe, but it's just Mm -hmm. the way I'm programmed, I guess. It's just natural for me to really love every ounce of this. I don't, it's, I don't know, it's corny, but yeah. So, I don't know, if I didn't, I would uh, probably go crazy. You know, if I didn't get to, like, make anything or make stuff with my hands or work in a creative fashion, I would uh, not really know why I would like one not to be like I would kill myself but it's like what why would you live you know if you can't do what you love so right it's like anyone that plays music it's like if you want to you know if you couldn't play music it's like you'd be like well what's the purpose of life if I can't do what I'm put on this planet for you know so mm-hmm. yeah I don't know so you actually when you got here mm-hmm. you said you brought some work with you yeah yeah I'm, I you have rule it not being able to stop working yeah so you brought a little sandwich that you're working yeah. on and you were you haven't really been doing it but you no. said that you were gonna like sew maybe while yeah but we were I, talking um you can't see so, it that well and you were saying before we started that i mean it sounds like you're kind of a workaholic yeah a little bit it's a bit of a problem i have um i don't have a social life i went out to dinner on friday night and sewed by candlelight in like the darkest <laughs> bar um yeah, you know, it's, it's, I wouldn't always work. I mean, there's two reasons. One, because I don't want to fuck this up, you know? So it's like, I have this opportunity to do what I love and I want to make sure I do it to the best of my ability. And two, because I'm just really behind. And, and so, you know, I could, I'm only one person and it's hard to get everything done. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Do you always do everything completely yourself? Uh, I get help once in a while um like my friend Megan who lives in Philadelphia she used to help me once in a while and that was awesome just like easy stuff you know nothing nothing too much but um what's Megan's last name Ansbach she's coming here this week do you know the fabric horse no they're from Philly though I I wish then I'd have really cool uh (laughs) utility belts and stuff like that some Um, of those people they're from some of those people are Cincinnati people. Oh, really? So I didn't know that. I was from there. So. Oh, nice. Yeah, they uh, they have a store right near... There's a store in Philly called Jinx, and they're like in the same shopping center, and that's when I first saw them, and I wanted to pretty much buy everything they make, but... Yeah. No, I don't, I don't, I don't know too many people. I'm kind of unpopular. <laughs> well, I, <laughs> well, I don't know about that, that purse, like your, how popular you are, but mm-hmm. I do know I had... I have one of your corn cob yeah. guys here. What do you call him? Corn. You just call him corn? Yeah. Is it a he? I've sort of decided it's a yeah, boy. Yeah, I mean, it's a pretty, pretty ugly girl. <laughs> <laughs> so. Are the plushes that you make gender specific? No, not really. But they're mostly boys, But do you have like an though. idea that they're boys? Yeah, yeah. Have you ever made one and been like, this is clearly a girl? No, I haven't. 
Um, no. Even the grilled cheese and tomato soup, they're totally in love, but they're both boys. <laughs> which okay. is fine, you know. Love is love. Right. Yeah. Especially between grilled cheese and soup. I know. Tomato soup. I know. I no. mean, you can't break that bond. So this corn... Yeah. Uh, I I got... I think I probably got it at Rotofugi yeah. a long time ago. Yeah, a long time ago. Um, that's, that's an old what, guy. When do you think... Like, what year do you think? 2008. Okay. And, um, but I remember. Did I know that? (laughs) No, no. But I remember seeing, I don't know what I had seen, but I remember seeing, like, the corn or Mm -hmm. the carrots or something way before I even even got one. So I would say, um, you may not feel like you're personally popular, but I think in the world of plush stuff. Really? Don't you think you have a little bit of a profile? I don't know. That's no? pretty cool to hear though. No, I mean, I'm totally oblivious to it because I live in that bubble of, I sit in my room. Have you published any so... books about plush things? Uh, have I? I've been in a lot of other print, like newspapers and magazines and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't think if I've ever been in a book. I don't think so. I might have. If anyone out there seems to have mom's work in a book. Yeah, but like please let her know. <laughs> nothing nothing like um uh the book of people with food on their face or anything like that. Or like uh stuff on my cat. It's like oh, me yeah, with yeah. yeah. Like you know, like plush stuff, yeah. Because okay. I've I mean there's never mind. <laughs> what? What are you gonna say? Okay, so um This yeah. corn guy. Yeah. There's one okay, so one of the things that I always have really this is the only one that I have of yours, mm-hmm. but I've looked at lots of other ones. Well, thank you. I appreciate uh, you even just looking at them. And the th- one of the things that I love about these creatures yeah, that you whatever, make, whatever you, monsters, yeah, whatever you want, <laughs> it's totally cool. Is they seem extremely like precise, detail oriented? Yeah, me. I'm a perfectionist. It's my ruin. Yeah. yeah. So I'd kind of like to know about how you. Like, what was the first thing you made and, oh. and kind of how you taught yourself and refined <laughs> okay. your process? Um, the first thing I made, ooh, the first, hello? My headphones are cutting out. Are they? Yeah, a little bit. A it sounds like a robot. It's kind of cool. I am. Is uh, that better? Oh, no. Well, it's better because no. I can't hear myself, but. You don't, they're not working at all? No, but that's, I mean, We can that's switch fine. to these headphones here. I don't care. Oh, there I am. Yeah. There, there's my beautiful voice. Okay. Soothing. Hi. Um, yeah, wow. the first thing I ever made was, oh, man, I wish I brought it because I have it at home. It's, it was supposed to be a robot, but it's just this, like, gray lump. It's, like, not even, sh- <laughs> it doesn't even have a shape to it. It's just lumpy fabric mm-hmm. with two like eyes. Like a robot. Like a yeah, robot. Like, yeah, <laughs> like They're if a robot being... melted. Yeah. And then uh, it has, like, this stupid heart on it. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, But, yeah, it was... Uh, I just drew on it with Sharpie and sewed it up and like, it's just, it's like a, it, it's, so you it's just, horrible. You just, you had some, was it felt or what I was had, It was fabric? like Jersey knit. I bought okay. remnants from a fabric store. So super cheap. And then I and actually drew on it freehand. I drew on it freehand sh- Sharpie. with a Sharpie, which you can like see it like bled through the fabric. <laughs> right. It's just, I mean, it's crazy how bad they were when I first started, but, uh, yeah, and then I just kind of like I sewed up the arms and legs and stuff like that and stuffed it and it's like stuffed really terribly and it's and just did you floppy. Hand sew that or no, I sewed that all with the machine, um, which might be why it was so bad because it was my first like 
machine attempt at was anything. Was that literally the first thing you saw? Literally the first machine? thing I saw. Like not even like not a even, test piece not of even fabric Not even a test piece of fabric. I was like, let's just do it. And then, because I, I don't know, I just learned by trial and error. So mm-hmm. I made it and it's terrible, but I was so proud of it. And then, um, and then a lot of the, like a lot of the first things I made were just square because it's so easy to make things that are square with like arms and legs and claws and they had big angry teeth, which is where the the monster thing came in, which is funny because I don't really make anything monstery. Right. Yeah. I just saw it like on the tag mm-hmm. for this corn. Yeah, it, it says, says I make monsters. I when make I monsters. was uh, when I was a youngin, like by the t- like, cause graffiti and street art were really popular, and I don't know. I thought it was kind of cool. I, like when I was younger, or I wanted to be cool. I don't know what it was, but I, I wanted to brand myself without. Oh no, actually, I didn't think I was cool, so I didn't want to put my name on anything. So I wanted to have like, <laughs> yeah, I I actually um. I never wanted anyone to know who I was because I'm just like embarrassed. I used to be really embarrassed. I just thought maybe if I disassociated myself with Why everything. Why were you embarrassed? I don't know. Was it? Oh, I was I was fat. I don't and <laughs> <laughs> I used to be really fat, so maybe I didn't want anyone to see me. I don't know what it was. I wanted it to be a mystery, like, like who Batman. Made it? Yeah. You wanted to be like Batman. I wanted to be like the plush Batman. <laughs> um, probably. Yeah. Now so, I see you have some Wonder Woman tattoos. Yeah, I do. I like comic books. But. You didn't want to be the plush Wonder Woman? No, because everyone knows who she is. No one's oh, She's not fooling true. anyone, Diana Prince. Come on. <laughs> Jeez. No one care. What what clothes you wear and then don't wear later on. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Um, she's not fooling anybody. No, she's not fooling anyone. I mean, like, come on. Let's get real. It's not like she's got glasses like Clark Kent. But I mean, it's... Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's, a suspen- it's a different suspension of disbelief. I'm not going to naysay because I love her, but, you know. Okay. Um, but, yeah, so... I make monsters. I was. I thought it would be like really neat to have a brand name, you know, instead of like uh, just my name. Mm-hmm. So that's where that came in, and now it's like I'm in too deep, where I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I can't change it. I wish I could. But too. that's not really. Is that on all your stuff? It says I make monsters. It does. Well, it says Steph Bomb presents I make monsters now. So okay. that way, it's like you get my You're name, like and then transitioning. Yeah, the... I mean, I'm not gonna ever probably take it away just because people know it. It you know, mm-hmm. and um. But you don't think of these guys as monsters? Not really. I'm, I mean, kind of, they, I'm pretty scared of monsters and stuff like that. So I just, I don't know, I'm kind of wimpy. So I'd like to, I'd like to change it to like, Steph Bomb makes things she wants to put in her belly, or I don't know. <laughs> How like a chainsaw? Yeah. How would you? Uh, it's we neat get, trick. We'll get to that. Yeah. Later. <laughs> How would you describe the expressions on? Um, derpy, very derp, derpy. derpy. Yeah, like very. Um, what is derpy? Very um. What's uh, a derp? Content content or or grimacy mm-hmm. um because they're sometimes they're pretty sad uh i mean it really depends it, it's very few and far between are happy like the, the grilled cheese and tomato soup are happy mm-hmm. i made a pencil that was happy once but other than that it's like weird i don't know like they have me. the grilled cheese and tomato soup have one tooth yeah they have one tooth two. and it's, i think that somehow makes them that partially makes them look like the two teeth that almost has this like kind of dopey yeah, yeah. kind of quality to yeah. it in a way. Yeah. But I'm not really sure why. I don't know. It's just the way it is. The first piece that I saw was the carrot. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking it was kind of like a play on like bunnies. Because <laughs> rab- like right. Bugs Bunny like eat the carrot and bunnies like cartoon bunnies sometimes have like the two teeth. Or yeah. at least Bugs Bunny does. No, oh. I um, it's more... The way I think of teeth and the way I think of their faces isn't like, oh man, I'm going to make it 
like this because of this symbolic reason. It's like, mm. oh, well, these teeth fit and design-wise look nice. It's never overthought. It's, it's usually a gut just thing. Yeah, it's like strictly just like how the chainsaw doesn't have a face on it. Someone asked me how I determine what has faces and what doesn't, mm-hmm. and it's just like, well, the chainsaw. It's a chainsaw, so it doesn't have a face, you know. But well, the banjo like, doesn't. Have the face. banjo doesn't have a face. It's like there's no. The Polaroid. Camera. The Polaroid camera does not have a face. Neither does the Walkman. Walkman. Um, so, some mechanical things. Yeah, I guess so. They all have that in common. Yeah. Um. Although I think I made stuff that isn't food that has faces. I don't know. But yeah, it's just a matter of like where would I put it? You know, it's never like, oh, this banjo is a banjo, so I'm not going to give mm-hmm. it a face. But this corn obviously is alive because it's a plant and plants are alive. it's there's no yeah. none of that garbage it's just a and it's never like i'm gonna make this because my soul is like a grilled cheese sandwich it's, <laughs> okay so yeah. so do you like intentionally go out of your way to not intellectualize the no, it's not intentional it's just or... i'm just <laughs> i'm just pretty simple uh, i mean yeah because it sounds like you're very kind of react to in the moment sort yeah, of thing definitely. and then go with it mm-hmm. but as you've done more work have you ever like considered working differently than that what do you mean like, like actually giving things thought well no i mean like giving it more like Death. have you ever done thought about doing more conceptually based no plush really. forms? <laughs> no that's kind of i don't know i've never really been one to uh uh Put my innermost, deepest secrets into things. Cause so, like, why did you make a carrot? Because I've also made an asparagus, and I wanted other vegetables to go along with it. Why did you make the asparagus? Uh, because my friend was talking about how it makes your pee smell funny, and I uh-huh. went home and made one. That's it. That's all it takes is, like, a conversation with someone, and I go, oh, yeah, totally. And you must have mostly conversations about food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's not really much to me. I, uh... I like to make stuff. I like to eat, and I watch a lot of Netflix. So you know, it's, I'm I'm pretty cut and dry. So what do you watch on Netflix? Classic TV. Really? <laughs> yeah, I've been watching a lot of, um, well, Roseanne's on there. I just finished a lot of seasons of The Cosby Show. Um, I don't know. I also watch. I mean, I watch documentaries on there too. I'm boring, but uh, yeah, I don't. I it's, it's generally pretty random. It's what a, kind of documentaries? Usually it's like the, the um about an industry or about uh well I've watched a lot of um I don't know. There usually it's never sad ones. Usually it's never like uh Killing the Dolphins. Killing or, the Dolphins. Unless it's like killing the dolphins for <laughs> this greater good, you know. <laughs> I don't think that exists. <laughs> really? Are you sure? No. Oh man. Okay. Well, I then think the people killing the dolphins are doing it for greed. Ah, uh, <laughs> but that's not a greater good. No. Oh, well, personal. Good? I guess it depends on who you ask. Yeah. Right. So, because um, I work better when I'm happy, which I mean, no shit, right? Like when you're happy, you just want to be happy. So, um, so well, usually some people feel differently about creative. Like, yeah, some people that's are true. Like, oh, if you're sad, you right. can make better. You can write a sad song better. Or yeah, you know that, what I mean? yeah, yeah. I'm, that's not how I work. Like sunshine and lollipops and rainbows, and I'm just like cranking out work. Like there's no tomorrow. But uh, so I watch. I'll watch things. I mean, it's just the way I've always been. It's not even like I enjoy watching things that are sad. And it's not to say that I won't. You know, and it's not interesting to learn about things like history and stuff like that. But um, generally, I just like being happy. I know it's a crazy concept. So anything I'll watch is usually comedy or uplifting without being too corny. You know, because it's like if you, if it's like 
really cheesy like um false optimism i just kind mm. of like uh, i've got no patience for it but um yeah i don't know i've watched a lot of roseanne recently i watched <laughs> like five seasons of 30 rock that's not really classic but i guess it's a it's, it's future a future classic future classic totally i'm gonna start saying that that's mm-hmm. my genre of choice yeah future classics future cl- i like future classics i like uh i like to watch things that will one day be classic right totally <laughs> yeah no me too um you know i'm right there with you things that aren't terrible to watch are usually pretty good in my book okay so when yeah. you start when you first decided i'm gonna start making mm-hmm. blushes yeah and I know you said you'd taken a drawing class and then like one class or one something. One class, yeah. All and, but I you, that was... you had always drawn. Yeah. Did you have like any, like what was your understanding of um, the art world or like, like I mean, you, you were reading a zine mm-hmm. that had to do with people that were doing designer toy stuff. Yeah. So did you know a lot about like what oh, people were doing? Oh, tons about it. I knew, I, I made it my life. You know, I was... at. When you started, before you started, before I, mean. I started, it's, it's, uh, that's, that's, it's like what I daydreamed about, you know, like when you have that, like, I, I mean, I, I literally daydreamed about what I'm doing right now. It's like having this as, you know, having something in the art world as my life, as my career, you know, getting to, I, I mean, you know, like I daydreamed about my first art opening, you know, but I didn't have any, like I, I drew stuff but i didn't know how to put it on a canvas what do you daydream about now getting a day off <laughs> <laughs> having a, enough money to get a haircut i don't know i think simple can things. you just cut your own hair oh i could but it probably wouldn't look very good i told you i wasn't too stoked on cutting hair yeah yeah plus it's been like years so um i mean i, I could cut my hair i've been i've been thinking about it recently but i don't know if i want to seems like you could barter like you, uh, yo i call like it you... um plush bucks Plush bucks. Yeah, that's what I call when I trade when I trade yeah. stuff for goods and services. I'm, I'm confident you could get a haircut in exchange yeah. for plush bucks. Me too. I mean, but I don't know. Like, um, I'm pretty backed up, so it's hard to oh. be able to do anything. So, so you kind of like knew about what was happening. Yeah, yeah. But I, what I about like about what it. about just like the contemporary art scene outside of that no like galleries and museums and like how all that i mean yes yes ish like i would go i would go i mean we'd be the art museum and there's a bunch of galleries in philly so i would you know walk around and go go do things but um but that like lowbrow art or designer toy art was what i loved i mean Mm. just and it was like the start of it uh, beginning you know like a kid robot was kind of around but it wasn't anything bigger than anything else you know and so they didn't have a clothing line yet, you know. Right. Frank Kozik was just selling stickers in the back of magazines, you know. <laughs> it's, um, so, um, uh, I, there was a gallery I went to called Tin Man, Tin Man Alley, who is um, now, it's owned by a guy named Jonathan Levine, who now owns Jonathan Levine Gallery in New York. And he was, like, um, a huge help as far as, like, I went because he, he had a Mark Ryden opening and nobody was there. Like, I, you know, I'm 17 and I'm going to this or I'm 18, I'm going to this, like, tiny... It was under a tattoo shop in the basement, and I'm going to seem like my favorite artist, and no one really knew about it, and he was awesome and always so nice to me, even though I was just, like, some kid, you know? And so um, that was a really big... What was his work at that show like? Oh, it was phenomenal. It was, uh... It was all the, like... 
I'm trying to think of what the show was called, but you know, like it's the guy, it's like the skull guy in the ice cream truck and like, I mean like the really old stuff and, mm-hmm. um, like uh St. Barbie and like where it's like the girl, she's praying to the Barbie doll. And it was just, I mean, seeing it in person, like I got to see, um, like Chris Mars and Glenn Barr paintings. And like, I almost bought a Glenn Barr painting for a hundred dollars, but I couldn't afford it. Like, uh, like, you know, being, a, you know, yeah. a kid, you're like bargaining in your head of like whether or not you could pull off, like buying this painting for a hundred dollars. And it's like, that's insane to think about now, but because now you're just buying hundred dollar paintings. No, I right. I just um I actually pay with hundred dollar paintings for other things. <laughs> I, I just take them out of my wallet and sure. Yeah, so I use them for blankets. Now and throw do them away every night. Hundred dollar paintings spend easier than plush bucks. Yes, nobody wants plush bucks. Everyone wants hundred dollar oh. paintings. That's too bad. I know it's a shame. I'm a terrible painter, or else I'd be. Have you have you tried painting the, your characters? No, I've tried drawing them. It doesn't. I might the way I draw is a lot different than the way I sew. Because on your blog you have drawings. Yeah, I'm pretty alright at drawing. It's not too not too shabby. Yeah, but it's uh, I I can draw. Someone even has a tattoo. I know well, a couple people have tattoos. A couple people. Yeah, weird. But that guy has a huge tattoo. How does that make you feel? Confused. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I mean, like I said, like I don't. It. I still just don't understand what people see in it. Why? Why do you think that? I don't know. Because it's, it's, I mean, think about it. I mean, is there it. a part like, of you that does, though? Is there a part of you that's like, look, no. I know. No, there's not a single part of me that goes, this makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> like, people are spending tons of money on food they can't eat, on instruments they can't play. You know, like, it just, it doesn't make any, I mean, I'm sitting here and I'm making a grilled cheese sandwich and this is how I pay my but rent. But you like... But you like this stuff. I you love like, it. And you like the stuff that other people make. Oh, yeah. They're similar. great at it. <laughs> so you don't think that you're good at it? No, I think I'm okay. I don't. I think really? I've got a lot to learn. Yeah. I don't really think well, I'm... Tell me what you would like to improve. I would like to improve on sewing machine skills um, and how to make things... Oh, geez. And I don't know. There's so much I want to improve on. Really? There's no, I mean, I mean it, it makes sense that you would... Like, everybody yeah. should want to improve yeah. always, right? Yeah, but I'm totally. just curious, like, what areas you think... I mean, I would like to be able to, there's a lot of things I want to make that aren't in my skill level yet, you know, so there's Talk that. me through an example. Like, like cu- what's something you've thought about wanting to make? And cupcakes. Then you're like, I mean, my logo cupcakes? is a cupcake. It's like, is and that I get requests. the one that, like, you have a tattoo yeah. of it? Mm-hmm. And I get requests for it all the time, and I have to, like, hang my head in shame and That's say. That's a hard thing to make, though. Well, it's a hard thing to make because the face, if you actually sew it the way it's drawn, the face doesn't lay that way. Mm-hmm. It just, like melts into this it's it's all designed well the so face the cupcake is like a two-dimensional design right and so it's it never really was meant to be a 3d thing but um i've even so bleeding heart asked me to make cupcakes for them and i was like yeah so i spent a lot of time just like trying to figure out the best way to make cupcakes and other people can do it i've seen people make cupcakes before yeah. and they're awesome and it's it's just um i just haven't figured out how to do it the way I want to do it. Do you feel like you have a a certain like Steph bomb logic of how you construct things? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, it's uh, if I can visualize how to put it together in my head, then I know I can do it. Mm-hmm. If I can, if I have an idea and I can sit down and go, all right, this is how I'm going to work it out. Then I'm in the clear. But if I look at something and go, I don't know how the hell I'm going to do this. It's, I just, there's no, I just got to put it aside for another day. And then I just kind of 
make a pattern out of cardboard. I don't really know how to use proper patterns. I've never learned. So I make a pattern out of cardboard and trace it on and sew it together. So, yeah. It's pretty simple. Yeah. There's something about once you're familiar with your work. Mm-hmm. Like, I could see any piece that you've done and know it was yours. Yeah, I definitely have a style. Like, a, it's a very familiar, um, you know, the teeth, the eyes, just even the way it's sewn. The construction, mm-hmm. even, like, the kind of stitching that you do or yeah. the, kind, the specific materials that you use. Yeah. How did you get to there from that first I have, robot lump? It's just... And how quickly did you define hmm. that for yourself? Um, I guess in like about four years, four years into it, like when I turned 25, when I had uh, my first toy release, that's when I really started to have my style. You know, like you, you, you learn basics first, you know, like you have to learn like the structural way of kind of doing something, which I didn't really learn, but I figured out through trial and error. And then I kind of developed my style after that. Um, it wasn't like I thought it out that way. It's just kind of the way it worked, but yeah, I don't know. It's just... It it took a lot of really shitty things until they started to look good. I don't. I still don't understand how. I mean, like looking at the old ones, I'm like, I don't get why anybody wanted this because they're so terrible. So I can see why people seem to be more impressed with the newer stuff because it looks so much better than any of that other garbage. Now, do but, you feel like even a, even this corn? Yeah. From a few years ago, you look at it and think I'm that. looking at it right now, and I could point out like a thousand things that I don't okay, like about it. Tell me it. what you don't like about it. <laughs> it's a. Uh, it's its mouth is too wide and um its eyes are too close to its mouth and its teeth are too small. And yeah. <laughs> its teeth are t- sticking out too much. Yeah. Too much like too far down? Too far down, too thin. I mean, it's so just the general <laughs> shape of the teeth, you know? Yeah. Like? I mean, there's like a th- I mean, and then Okay, so another one of the things <laughs> I've also noticed about the way you construct these, yeah, there's a lot of this like stiff kind of fabric. Yeah, I don't. How do you use do that? Too, I mean, it comes that way. I don't use it too much anymore because they've kind of taken it away. The um, people that manufacture yeah, it aren't yeah, making yeah. it so much. So um, I've weaned myself off of it onto regular felt, but uh, yeah, it's it, it's stiff felt. I mean, it's it's, it's just stiff felt. It's like just the, the way teeth it comes. Are made with that. The also teeth are yeah, here. totally still made with it. Um, just because it holds shape better. And then. You mentioned on your blog a certain material, like Frey, something oh, about Frey. Oh, Frey Check. Frey Check? What is Frey, Frey Check? Frey Check? Do I have any with me? It's just uh, you put it on the edge of the fabric to make sure that the fabric doesn't fray. So, you, like, around the mouth and stuff Around like the that? mouth, around, I mean, any, any edge that you can edge? see. Like, I don't do it around the teeth anymore, but um, you can, like, feel it around, like, this, like, bread. Yes, yeah, bread. it's okay, just, yeah. I don't know, I swear by it. It's kind of like... Um, is it like a tube in you? Yeah, it's like a... Just like a liquid thing. It's kind of like a security blanket where it's like, I, f- I can't work without it, you know? And even though it might not be necessary all the time, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh no, it's, you know, it'll look like total shit if I don't, you know, it's, I've got a, Does like this, I said, a perfectionist problem. This corn. Yeah. On the back. It's it, got a butthole. It's a cornhole. It's a Aha. cornhole. Do, um. <laughs> I hear you laughing. <laughs> I was like, I think this is a butthole. Yeah, on the corn. it's totally a butthole. I stopped putting buttholes on things just because I got. Uh, but you were for like. Multiple, I put buttholes I, in everything. I feel like I remembered seeing other pieces. Everything. Of I mean, and being like, like I would put a butthole on 
everything. <laughs> I would find a place for it. But yeah, I got like uh, some parent requests and couldn't always that, figure out where to put eyes or a mouth. Yeah, no, but, not, a, but, like, but everything <laughs> as an asshole. It's just the way the world works. Let's right. not kid ourselves here. Um, well, I always thought of it as if it has a mouth, it has to have a, a way to. Yeah, input output. Right, exactly. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, like I said, like uh, I'm so now I make everything in in complete and total bulk. You know, I, I assembly lines everything I make, and so um, I get stores and parents that request not to have buttholes. So I actually now just due to why is like <laughs> not, well, not everyone wants their kid to have toys with an asshole on it, you know, or have to explain to them <laughs> I like what it is. I don't know why I think that's. That sort of strikes me as outrageous. Well, I mean, yeah, because we're reasonable people. So we know that, like, we're all, we all have assholes. It's not like a, a hidden thing here. I mean, but... it's not, a, not even just that we have it. It's like really important. Yeah, it's totally important. <laughs> but I mean, I guess. I mean, but it's like don't... having to give someone the talk, I guess. You know, right. it's something you really want to avoid. And, I mean, and they also don't have noses. So. What? Oh, yeah. I don't really know I guess, how to make noses. I guess you could be selective about it. Yeah, I can do whatever I want because, you know, it's because I can. But, um,. But obviously, I can't always put buttholes on things. Yeah, so there's certain stores and stuff like that. And so, um, let's say I do a craft fair and I make a bunch of stuff and I put buttholes on all of them and then I can't reuse them if they don't sell. So now I just mm. kind of leave them off. Have you ever, like, removed a butthole? I have. And you know what? It sucks because it leaves, like, a glue mark on it. So it's still, like, there's, like, remnants it's of like buttholes a past. But, but yeah. Remnants of buttholes past. <laughs> but, uh, Which is a great phrase I no, think. Thank you. yeah thank you well it's, i was bound to say one you know <laughs> after 90 minutes well, i can't wait when i write the little description it'll definitely be like remnants we talk of, about yeah. and remnants of buttholes but past. yeah <laughs> good and people will listen and be solely uh, disappointed <laughs> like keyword buttholes yeah. on there. <laughs> i get a lot of interesting listeners it's about time yeah well at least someone will listen um and then I should I should probably talk in like a lower voice like this why, so that why? way that way those the, the people that search for buttholes and you and think people that, <laughs> that search for buttholes on the internet want to hear sound, like yeah. a sultry yeah like darker well yeah obviously voice? right I mean I don't know I don't know either I'm no I'm no butthole expert you're no butthole connoisseur <laughs> no I can't say I am or can I no I can't <laughs> you can do whatever you want um, I just heard you say that yeah I can well as far as putting buttholes on things I guess I could. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I used to. I used to uh, also. I made things with uh, wieners, and then like I stopped doing that. Um, but I guess it's just a matter of like being a kid. And now I just draw wieners on everything, and that that <laughs> suffices. So. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's go back to. Oh, how I started. the transition from the robot to yeah, the first show. It just so kind you of you, were, you just made things for like a couple of years mm-hmm. before you did like a toy release. You oh called yeah, it. Um, I mean I made things. I made things for myself, and I made things for my roommates and my friends. Usually, and, just like one. Of something. Yeah, one. I mean everything was one off uh, because I didn't think that anyone. I mean it wasn't in my plan to make this become anything. It really was just a hobby. It and was. It, at that point, were you sharing them online or through Etsy or anything like um, that? I didn't even have an Etsy until a few years ago. I, uh, I it was when MySpace was was king, and so I, um, I put. It does say <laughs> on the tag of this. Yeah, there's a MySpace address on there, right? MySpace.com/slash I Make Monsters. Yeah, that was. Is that uh, still up live? Probably. I haven't checked it in a long time. There's probably tons of like unread hey, messages. Hey, I'm glad that you're my. Thanks for the friend ad. Here's my band, you know, and there's like thousands of those spams. But um, yeah, there, I uh, I didn't even have a website back then. I just 
I made a MySpace for them eventually just because they seemed to gain momentum, but I, uh, were you doing like group show things or no, not even, I mean, like a, my like first, a renegade craft fair. No, I never like did. Well, we had something called the punk rock flea market in Philly. And so it was mostly people just selling their records and stuff like that. And so I would always have a table and sell my stuff there. Okay. Um, did you have like tags on them and stuff at that point or were they more, I just, more I casual? mean, I used to steal paint sample tags and just write my info on it. You know, it wasn't even paint sample. Tags. Yeah. Like, you know, when you go to Home Depot and there's all the paint samples, like the little the little cards. cards yeah. yeah. I would just take a bunch of them and then like write my story. <laughs> on even, the I colors? Think, yeah. On the colors. And then, um, I didn't even have business cards. I just wrote down my info. I was, I mean, like I said, it wasn't anything professional. It was just, Hey, this is fun. But even before that, like, I mean, that wasn't until way later. I just I just made them for friends, and then I friends that made art stuff, and so we traded, you know, and just for funsies. And then eventually, eventually, there's a, a I became friends with someone who owned a store, and he gave me a record, and I was in like, you Philly? know, yeah, in Philly, it's a store called Jinxed. Um, it's oh, a guy okay. named Mike Supermodel who's awesome, and Jinxed is also awesome. Um, but how do you spell Jinxed? Uh, J I N. X-E-D. I think it might be Jinx Clothing now or Jinx Philadelphia. I know they had to change their name a little bit or add on something. But uh, it's on Jinxed second. Jinxed UK. J- yeah, Jinxed, jinxeduk.org uh, backslash Jinxed Philadelphia slash clothing. Yeah, look yeah. that up. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So he gave me a record and I was like, oh, I make these things. I'll bring you one. And he was a final toy store. And so I eventually brought him one, and he was like, I want to carry these. And I didn't understand why, because they were garbage, but I brought him stuff all the time. And eventually, uh, I was contacted by a toy company, and they wanted to help me mass-produce something. And I was like, yeah, fuck it. That's okay. And then... um, What? It was a toy company called ESC Toys. It's a guy named Eric Scarecrow. Mm -hmm. I had to pay for all of it. Does anybody that you've dealt with have a real last name? No. (laughs) No. (laughs) I don't know anyone's real name. Um, (laughs) Okay. If they ever fucked me over, I'd, I'd be like, oh, it's this guy. It's Mr. Scarecrow. Joe, Joe Bubblegum? Uh, you know you know who that is? Can we find him? No? Okay. That sucks. So, yeah, no, no one has a real ass name. Shit. I mean, mine's just pronounced the same. So if you just say it, it sounds like it's my real ass name. Yeah. Yeah, it's not that much of a liar. Just like half lying. Anyway, so yeah, so that, I don't know, just kind of like he carried my stuff in that toy store and then like... uh I mass-produced the one toy. What was that one? It was the asparagus. Okay. Um, with He had a can of spray paint, which, yeah. It's not like I'm a spray painter, but... I think I originally saw one of your pieces on, like, a blog. Probably. They would, like, show a plush toy every day or something. Wow, really? But I can't remember what it was. Yeah, that, that had... That, like, that got press. That was the first thing I ever did that got... Well, no, that's not true. Because I had to raise the money for it, so I made this Yeti and Sasquatch that were both drinking PBRs, and mm-hmm. that actually got... Pre- that was the first thing that I ever did that got pressed. Why did you do a Yeti and Sasquatch? I don't know. I was watching TV, and it was like a cryptozoology special, and I was like, oh, this is fun. So, yeah. 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 It's it's so easy. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I made those, and people posted about it, and so I made like a million of those and uh, sold them and raised enough money to mass produce this asparagus and had a big toy release and then eventually at the store at, at Jinx. Jinx yeah and how many um, did you mass produce 300 and they're all gone they've been gone for a couple of years which was crazy 
but uh yeah and then it just escalated from there i got asked to do my first group show a few months later and i made made a pizza and i made beer and i made cotton candy and i just wanted to really make a good impression because i saw an opportunity to do something that i love and really work hard to make you know like find my place in it i don't know i kind of caught this i hate talking about it because i don't think i do anything special so it's it's weird to be like i did this and like you know i made a place for myself but it's like i worked my ass off to make sure people knew who i was so i could pursue this as a career like at the age of 25 i saw this being a possibility and was like this is all i've ever wanted so i'm gonna make sure that it happens now was some of that because you saw what other people in the like realm of designer toys were doing and the success that they were having Mm. or was it kind of before i mean was like um Oh, what, like, uh, what do you mean? Like I wanted what they had or well, no, just that you saw like, Oh, this is a viable option. Like ugly monsters. Oh yeah. Well, like you're right? like shanimals and everything. <laughs> ugly right. dolls and ugly dolls. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um like, did you see like, no. Oh, there are people that are doing this and then like it's catching on and well, ca- it can become a career. I mean, I guess, yeah, I guess so. I didn't really think about it that way, but it just was like, Oh shit! People want this stuff, and I could, and they're paying me for it. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. You know, like this is much better than waiting tables. You know, or I worked, I sold like exotic. No, I sold erotic clothing um, at that time. <laughs> what do you mean you sold? I sold like, like you would make it. No, no, no. I worked it? in a store oh. that sold clothes to strippers. Oh, okay. And yeah, I mean, yeah, it gets better. My first day there, I had to set up a display of dildos. I was like, and this is not what I want to do for the rest of my life. Have you ever made a plush, erotic plushes? No, I haven't. Um, no, I'm not a fucking weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you know, <laughs> jeez. But uh, somebody has, though. Oh, no, yeah, sure. I'm sure they. I mean, I know someone, or they're, I, don't, I don't know them, but I saw at Renegade, they'd make dicks and uh, someone crocheted a booby. So once, <laughs> so as you started getting kind of yeah, just one. It's just a giant buy. boob. As you started getting into this more, mm-hmm. was there ever a moment where you're like, "Oh fuck, somebody else made a oh all the time"? Are you or, kidding me? I mean, like well, I know, like even I didn't invent carrots. Well, yeah, I know, but um, Heidi Kinney has made everything, and she's one of my heroes. So, uh, it I had to she stop. She does the the yummy. Yeah, the yummy breakfast, and yummy donuts, and stuff like that. Um, yeah. she's, so, like, she has an ice cream sandwich. She has everything. But her ice cream sandwich looks totally different exactly. than your ice cream so, sandwich. That's so, the thing about plush, is that you can ask, you know, five of us to make the same thing, and they'll all look different. It's just, mm-hmm. you know... But I've actually had to um, separate myself over the years from, like, the vinyl toy world and stuff like that. Just about reading about it. Um, one, because I don't have money, so I can't really, like, blow my money on that kind of stuff anymore. And two, I get so easily intimidated because I don't think I'm that great. You mean separate yourself as in not pay attention not to pay it attention. Not, were Just, you buying, like, were you collecting, like, vinyl and yeah, plush Yeah, I was. Stuff? Um, of... not plush. I never collected plush, which is <laughs> funny, I guess. Um, I collected a lot of vinyl and it wasn't, it's just the, the artist I love. It was never, like you know, just randomly buying whatever just because it's there. But So, like, what were some of the things that you collected um, or favorite pieces? Well, I, the only thing I really have anymore, I have a lot of... Oh, jeez. I collected, like, a lot of, like, uh, Gary Baseman stuff. Not a lot, but, you know, just, like, here and there. Um, I love Buona Spoons 
tons still. So, you know, I have a bunch of bonus moons like Kaiju and stuff like that. But I don't know. I used to have a crap ton of, I mean, I still have a crap ton of dunnies, but I've just got stuff in boxes that just sit there. Yeah, I forgot know. all about I sold a bunch of it to, to eat. Dunnies that... Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's, yeah, like I said, like, it's funny how your priorities change when you, you go from being a spectator to being involved in it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I spent more money than I want to think about on the stuff that just sits in a closet. Whereas now it's like, I put everything I have into this business. So I would sell all of it in a heartbeat. Yeah. Um, but yeah, isn't was, that kind of a weird thing? Though, yeah, definitely. To I like mean, have that transition happen. Yeah, to, to be a fanboy and then be in that world and have yeah. people tell me the things that I've told or want to tell other people. It's it's it it doesn't make sense. It's well, how do you deal with it? I don't. I just go. You, <laughs> you're lying to me. But yeah, um, I I don't. I mean, I guess I just I blush and then I just don't really believe it, and and I say thank you. I like I hug strangers when they tell me stuff like that because i'm like no way and then you know so i'm just you know just whatever <laughs> but yeah I, I just i'm not graceful with it i don't i'm not used to it you know it's not like i'm like oh here's another person to tell You're me not how jaded yeah i'm so not jaded i uh it, it's just a shock and disbelief when i hear it but yeah i don't i mean anyway the transition it just it just gradually happened over years i got lucky it's just, i mean i'm sure that I don't know, hard work and maybe some kind of talent was involved somewhere, but I got really lucky. Like when Plush started becoming popular, I already made a name for myself or I started to. Mm -hmm. And so I caught that wave of people giving a shit and got asked to do a ton, every Plush show, not every, but you know what I mean? Like tons of Plush shows. Just being asked to do. Yeah. And and being involved in things and people wanting me to make stuff for them. And have you ever done anything in like a museum setting? No. Or like a more traditional fine art gallery? No. So it's mostly like independent, like DIY yeah. kind of spaces or like toy store galleries, yeah. like that kind of thing? It's not, um, it's, it's not like uh, the Mona Lisa, you know, it's still food with faces. <laughs> so I'm sure that, I mean, I've sewn panels for, uh, oh, what's the, what's the museum that had the woolly mammoth exhibit? I like helped sew things for that last year, but that wasn't anything for myself it was just to make like extra cash i just kind of here in chicago yeah like yeah. the field museum or yeah, something? field museum that's it they had like a big woolly mammoth exhibit and so i helped make woolly mammoth fur panels one night and it was just the worst there was fur everywhere it was like gorilla exploded in the studio how but did you get involved with that the girl i used to share a studio with uh got asked to do the job so we kind of split the work and, and she paid me for it uh-huh. but that's the only thing i've ever done that's close to any kind of museum okay and, you know maybe when i die in like 300 years, they'll have a exhibit of crafts of olden days, and <laughs> they'll find one of my, I don't know, turds or I used to make turds, not real turds, um, plush turds. Or <laughs> that'd be weird if yeah, <laughs> they dust it off like one of yeah, museum. that would be awesome. They put some googly eyes on it, and <laughs> oh man, I, I that would be a way to go. Anyway, uh, okay, so yeah. tell me about. Tell me about the faces. Tell me about how you decided I want to put faces on food. I don't know. I just, I, I mean. Was it something that like. I just wanted to make inanimate objects seem real or like, I don't know. I watch a lot of cartoons and mm-hmm. so you want to, you just live in this world of like cute things that aren't really real that you want to be real. And 
I don't know. Did you get discouraged ever of like, oh, there's so many other people doing yeah. like Yeah, oh, this. constantly. Why? I still do. Um, like I said, like, I don't think I'm that great. And that, that and like I said before, also, I had to remove myself from reading about it because I would be making something and then all of a sudden someone else makes it and I'm just like, oh, man. And did they you ever did get it like a mean... Does anyone ever get like territorial about? No. Why are you making this? I'm making that. No, thank goodness. Everyone I've ever met has been really wonderful um, mm. and supportive. Like I'm really, I'm Sean Amol's, Sean Smith is a really good friend of mine, and you know we've made the same stuff before, and his stuff is always better than mine, of course. But um, yeah, it's a different style. Everyone is sweet, and you know they just have the same. I mean, you're not going to be a millionaire if you do this. There, you you're barely scraping by, so you have to love what you do and have a kind heart, or else you know right. you, you're in the wrong profession. So everyone's just generally very genuine and understanding of like this is just for the love of doing this. So yeah, I've never I've never got hate mail or anything like that. So thank goodness. Phew. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can I see the face of this yeah, guy right here on your piece totally. of bread? Yeah deconstructed man i ramble so, so much so the inside of the mouth is like a piece of black that's yeah it's just a piece of black place. felt just for background and then i glue a tooth on and then i sew some eyes on i mean it's <laughs> it's pretty simple i know i keep using the word simple where but do you get your supplies um joanne's i don't i can't afford a business tax ID number and stuff like that yet. Yeah, I'm working towards it. But uh, so some of the things I get wholesale, like the eyes I get wholesale because I just use my social security number. But things like fabric I can't get wholesale yet, which mm-hmm. is sucks. It's a bummer. But uh, yeah, Joann's are online if I can find a good deal. Or In this sandwich that you're mm-hmm. making, so you're making a grilled cheese sandwich here and mm-hmm. you, you have um, the inside is foam right. on this. Yeah. And you said some of the other pieces <clears throat> are filled with polyfill. polyfill. Yeah, it's just like a stuffing. So you were saying that you use the foam for flat. Kind yeah, of anything that has a real defined shape um, that isn't like because if I stuffed it, it would just be poofy, you know. So mm-hmm. sorry, <clears throat> Achim. and uh, yeah, I mean it's just like I, you know, it's all just design based. What works better for? Because I'm not gonna, you know, it, it's you have to know what it is when you look at it, or else it's you know, you're. I want it to be recognizable, so I want yeah. it to make it look so this, much like bread. This sandwich. Mm-hmm. Um what's going it's going to be grilled cheese so there's going to be like some cheese coming yeah, out the side. Yeah. Okay, so it's like the other one on your website. Yeah, yeah, I'm making this for an order. Now, um it's interesting to me that you have like the inside pieces of the bread. You know what I mean? Like you're mm-hmm. constructing it like two pieces of bread that are plush all the way around. Yeah. And then making it into a sandwich yeah. versus like just making one giant thing. Yeah. Or like the layers of it, right. I think are interesting. And also that like you have two pieces of foam that are like each a piece of bread yeah. instead of one giant piece of something that's the shape of a sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Why? I just don't know how, what I'm doing yet. So well, I'm, no, everything's, <laughs> I no, make I everything think harder that, for I me. I think that, makes it interesting oh really but oh then i mean this is what i meant for it to be (laughs) but you're saying that you construct the things the way that you do in real life like as a sandwich because that's how you would really make a sandwich yeah pretty much that's that's uh that's how it works like um i don't i don't know how to sew i really don't i i have no idea what i'm doing how many plushes do you think you've made total oh my god 
thousands. <clears throat> so do you realize how ridiculous it sounds <laughs> when you say you don't know how to sew? Yeah, I know, but I, <laughs> I don't like, I don't know the technical ways of, I don't, I'm just, I know that there's definitely easier ways of going about doing what I do, but because I don't know them yet, I just, I just make it the way, like, like anything else, like, uh, like when I made a pizza, I mean, I made it like crust, sauce, cheese toppings sure. you know because that's the way you make food it's it, it's the only way i can relate it but don't I'm, you think that comes through in the finished piece yeah like, definitely i would uh, hope so i mean no it's, i mean <laughs> like it's a good thing like you're saying it like yeah for me it's like it's i mean i'm sure if i could make the same thing but in half the time with the same you know same amount of quality that would be killer you know but but yeah i just i don't know what i'm doing um are there times you've tried we, shortcuts and then it's turned out terrible oh yeah totally like terrible uh, oh my god i uh <laughs> um let's see well i just i had to make a six shooter for someone recently and i tried to m- make it without hand sewing all of it and it just i had to make it like four times you know i that was a commission piece it was a commission piece yeah um i mean i try and block out the ones that don't work what kind of what kind <laughs> like of memory people come to you for like a commission piece oh, anybody it's uh it's never really one type of person it's any age. Any How do they normally sex. know about you? They've seen me at Renegade or they read about me on a website. Um, I mean, if their friend owns something, it's, it's wild. I, I don't, you know, there's never any particular rhyme or reason for any of it or who or how or, you Do you know. ever get a request and you're like, I don't, I have no interest in making Yeah, that. totally. Um, <laughs> it's not, it's never, it's never that I can't, I have no interest in it. It's that I don't know how. And I know I can't, you know, um, maybe one day, but, you know, like animals or people I'm not really good at. Um, also people that ask me to make their designs, Mm -hmm. I have to say no because I don't know what I'm doing and I wouldn't be able to do their design work justice. So I, I always turn them down no matter what, because it's. It never works out well. Because they're like, you know how to sew stuff. Yeah, like, can, like here's I've had what I want this to character. Be. Can you make it for me? And it's like, well, yeah, but only if you want that character to look exactly like something I would make for myself. You know, I can't. I mean, I have a style for a reason. It's not because I'm like, yeah, everything has to look this way. It's like it's just the only way I know how to make stuff. So I. So you like yeah. you say that, and you talk about it, like kind of not really thinking about it too much. Yeah, there's no but, sense in overthinking anything. But you also. Anything. But you also looked at this corn and said, oh, these eyes are too far apart. I mean, this... And the mouth is too... <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you have some, like, very specific thoughts about... Design. What yeah. you guys are totally. supposed to look like. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's proportion and everything, but it's never... Because if you move the eyes on this corn up and closer together, the personality of the corn would be completely Well, it wouldn't be different. closer together. It would be a little bit farther apart. But yeah, totally. No, but I mean, <laughs> if you did, I'm just saying, yeah, like, yeah. if you it change would, uh, that... It would look a little bit more um, brain dead. But yeah. Because <laughs> it's farther apart eyes. But yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, they, I know that they each have their own personality. It's funny because everyone always says it's just the teeth. It's, oh, it's the teeth. It's the teeth. And I never thought of it that way. I've just always made them eye, with teeth. And eye placement makes such a huge difference, I think. I think eye placement is a, is a huge part of it um, and always overlooked. But I'm not going to ever correct anybody of what they see in it. I'm not going to be like, oh, no, you're wrong. You're totally wrong. Why you like this is, is fucked up. What, <laughs> what makes food sad? <laughs> I don't know. I think I mean, like I said, I always like to be happy, but I love making other things cry. 
I do so much. I love making things cry. That's I don't know why. That's very sadistic. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, maybe it's because. Uh, I mean, like I said, there's no overthinking it, but it's it just it's there. You feel sympathetic towards them. Because like the sand ice cream, Sammy. Oh, he's totally crying. He's yeah. crying. Yeah, he, he got eaten. Is it because he's got bites missing? Yeah, totally. He's he's you know his ass just got chomped off or whatever yeah. it is his arm or backside. But uh, I mean, if someone took a bite out of you, you wouldn't be too stoked. Do you feel like they're alive? No. What? what really? What? No, I mean, like, <laughs> no they ever, don't. What? Like, like I close my eyes and no, they move, and then I no, turn back I mean, around and they're like, like when you have story? a bunch of them, or like if one falls, or like you smash one, or you ever like, oh no. Yeah, because Mr. I'm like, shit. There's a cat hair all over this. No, <laughs> but I've never like, oh, God, you poor thing. It's okay. uh, all right. Yeah, Just... I'm, I I don't. I mean, I know that I make these things and they're weird, but I don't have like mental issues. Okay, I, well, you know, <laughs> I don't Just determining that. Yeah. No, I'm I'm pretty level headed. Uh, when it comes to knowing the difference between reality and and not reality, <laughs> fantasy. Okay. Um, oh, my phone's going off. Anyway, it's probably just my mom. She's the only <laughs> person that ever calls me. Anyway, so uh, yeah, no. I mean, I like to give them. I like to give them that, like, um, like you look at it and you go, like, "Hey, buddy," you know, like. But you, obviously, they're not real. But you, you, I like people to feel some kind of attachment to, them, or at least I do. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, if I want it, let me think of, if I like it, I usually just make it because I like it and then hope that other people like it. So it's like, I give them a face because I think it's super cute and, you know, and want to pinch their stupid corn cheeks and, um, and then other people seem to dig it too. It's just, you know, and then they feel, they, they give it names and they take photos of it in like certain places and send me photos and it's always awesome that they like find their own attachment to it. But yeah. They're not. They're not real. They're what not about alive. the scale? Um, like how I make something, like wh- what size I determine it to be. Mm-hmm. I usually like to make things to scale. Um, the. Uh oh. That's okay. Okay. Uh, the grocery and tomato soup is, is a little bit smaller just because it is so much work involved. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. It just kind of works out with the way I just kind of picture making it or time-wise or anything like that i just made uh a giant can of morton salt it's like way way oversized but it's um to scale in the way that the girl is holding it on the oh yeah so okay. it's um and then for c2e2 eh? let's talk about c2e2 i'm making or i made and I'm c2e2 making. is chicago comics and uh, entertainment expo Oh my god, that's It's awesome. Han Solo's blaster. And I'm going to try and make holsters for it too if I Wow. Time. But uh so this is to scale and it's cuz it's fucking awesome. Yeah. So why wouldn't you want to hold this? But um so this is I'm making I don't know like 10 or 15 of them. I'm going to wow. figure that out today. Let me can I Yeah, there's like fuzz on it, but This is really So cool. not too shabby, huh? No, yeah, not Yeah, so too last shabby. year I made a chainsaw and I really wanted to do something that was better than that. Last year you made a chainsaw and, and also a severed, a severed hand. hand. Yeah. So, and it was like um, you were selling them at the Nerd City booth thing. Yeah, and I'm doing that again on uh, it's a Saturday, March 19th from 2 p.m. to 3 p.m. So I'll have these fucking awesome. I don't know because I, I don't want to get sued. Uh, yeah. By <laughs> what are you gonna sell these for? I don't. I was thinking 45 or 50. I mean, if I make the holster, I'm gonna sell them for 50. It's just so tough because you don't want to. I mean, it's a lot of work involved, but you don't want to. 
it's obviously not i'm not trying to rob anybody of their money but you want people to enjoy it so you don't I don't know. Pricing I your work is a hard. Yeah, I usually kind of underprice everything, so I'm trying to stay better about it. And, but is this round part full of fiber fill or is it is. that foam? No, there, fiber that's fill. fiber fill. The handle's fiber fill. Um, this the actual gun is foam, and then this is fiber fill, and this is or polyfill and polyfill. How long did it take you to make like a Han Solo blaster? Well, that one was uh, that's the prototype, so that took me a. Uh, a little bit just because it was a lot of figuring out what details and how to you know like how to make the cone piece in the t- in the front and just you know where to put everything it mm. took me two days but um no uh no eyes or butthole no eyes or butthole see that doesn't get a face because it's just so kick-ass so why would i this ruin explains it? why you were looking for a han solo costume yeah well <laughs> i'm gonna my i'm taking a photo of it later today and so i can start promoting it tomorrow but so it's not it's it's good yeah yeah anyway. cool yeah so um so that's the scale because it's enjoyable to scale if I made it smaller you'd be like why do I want this I can't pretend like it's real and pretend to be Han Solo so so for this was it was it Nerd City's idea to do no it was my idea okay so Nerd City is a podca- podcast podcast yeah, well they're a website so. they're but a they website yeah they have like a nerdy info and such and so um they have a booth all weekend at c2e2 mm-hmm. but you're going to be there on saturday the okay. yeah from two to three so if you want to come see me look sad and alone for an hour <laughs> are you going to be selling other things too or just i don't know the... i might have button packs um just to like have something extra but i don't think i'm gonna have like an i mean it's just an hour so yeah i'm just gonna probably but have is that these. the only time people can get those that hour that you're there i mean if there's any left there, over then I'll just put them on my website. But yeah, that'll be the only time that you can get them there. Okay. Did you sell a lot of the chainsaw? I sold them severed? out. Oh, well, at C2E2, I sold a couple. And then I put them online, maybe like the next day. And they sold out overnight because they were featured on a website called Geekology. Mm-hmm. Somehow, I don't... I, and I, I, they just disappeared. Like, I woke up, my inbox was full, and I, I could pay my rent. And I couldn't understand what happened. And I was pleasantly surprised. So, So when you do that, is it like an addition... Do you do like an addition of yeah, 10 or... I did an addition of 20 red chainsaws. And do you like number them and stuff? Or is it just kind of like... Oh, well, I guess I didn't number them. Like this is an addition of 20, the grilled cheese and tomato soup, but I didn't, I don't number them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do if I remember, but I forgot <laughs> until just now. <laughs> are so, there, do you have like collectors? Or like are there yeah, people totally. that like buy one of everything? Yeah, I have, I do, I do. And it's, it, that's insane. And I love them to death, you know, like a... Now I know them enough just through email and stuff like that where, you know, I've, I, if I ever met them, I would give them the world's biggest hug. And what kind I of people are, support. To, can you generalize like what kind of people the collectors usually are? The same thing. Like it's, it's uh, just, it could be anybody, it could be yeah. anybody, any age, you know, it, sometimes it's older, older Do you get the sense that there are people that like collect lots of toys or are they like just into your stuff? There's no way they're just into my stuff. That's that's ins- that doesn't make any sense. No, they probably are into something. Either they love food or they love plush or I don't they just love wasting their money. I don't know, but yeah, there's th- I mean, if that were the case I, I don't know. I I would I don't I don't even know how I would react to that because my stuff isn't that great. How much of your business that you do first off, so do you support yourself now from just doing plush mm-hmm. stuff for yeah. the most part? Yeah, I recently, like within the last two weeks, just started babysitting here and there mm-hmm. uh for a friend's sister. Just for like extra cash because I don't really make very much. But I mean it's very new and very few and far between. So I solely support myself on this. 
and I have for it'll be two years in August or September. And how much of that is Etsy versus because you online you mm-hmm. just sell through Etsy, yeah, for the most part. And how I, much of yeah. it is like that versus like shows and conventions and that kind of well, thing? Well, um, you do a lot of do you, I mean, do you do a lot of I like do, comic book conventions? No, type this is things? the only I've done a signing at New York Comic Con in 2007, eight, 2008. Mm-hmm. But that was the only other comic book convention I've ever done besides C2B2 last year and then this year. Um, I do, until I moved to Chicago, I never did a craft fair. So I try and do as many as I can. They're expensive, so I can't really do too many. But I always do, I try and at least apply for the Renegades. And then I have a booth at Pitchfork every year. And then Flybird does something usually like at the beginning of the summer, sp- spring. And I do that. But I try and do more and more every year just because, you know, you can afford to do more. But... So are you definitely, are you doing Pitchfork again? I mean, if they have it, yeah. I'm, I will never stop doing Pitchfork as long as they have me. Because that's like, um, in the summer, that's how I basically make my income. And then in the winter, and the off time, I make it online and through wholesale orders. So, yeah. So yeah. you sell a lot at Pitchfork? Yeah. I sell, I sell out. Um, I generally sell out at Renegade, any Renegade and every time I do Pitchfork. When somebody orders a piece online, you mm-hmm. make it when they order it? Well, I try to, but now there's like a three to four week wait mm. um, just because I'm so backed up. But it's not like you made... So like if I wanted a carrot, mm-hmm. you don't have like some carrots sitting around. You no, just have to like I can't make it. supply as fast as um, they're demanded, which and how do you And weird. so what has stopped you from like getting somebody to help you like do the assembly? Had, like even just like cutting things out? I had out an or, intern or I, uh, I found someone that was going to be my intern and then I went, I went home for a month for the holidays and then she found an internship somewhere else, which makes sense. But I used to have a studio and now I don't have a studio anymore. I'm working back out of my house or my apartment and it's really cold in the winter so I'm literally sitting on my bed and working on a card table so for me to be like come over sit on my bed and help me make toys <laughs> right. you know and, and then you know don't mind my layer you know put the lotion in the basket it's not really <laughs> uh it's not really something you wanted to ask people to do so maybe yeah. when I have a proper setup when it gets warmer and I go by a desk again and a chair maybe have like a area for someone else to work. It would make more sense. But right now it's like the most unprofessional slash creepy scenario you can imagine. And so, and plus, um, like I, I would have, I would be able to get an intern, but I wouldn't have enough to, I mean, maybe I would be able to pay someone here and there, but yeah, it's, it's really just the creepiness of working in my room on have, my bed. Have people approached you or have you thought about like doing more mass produced stuff? Like having, no one's approached me, but you can. Wink. Um, <laughs> I mean, was that something you'd be interested in? Is like having yes some no. factory it in really China, de- like making three hundred thousand carrots for you I to thought like about sell, it. And, sell in Walmart? I, oh my god! <laughs> please, I would. I would. Oh my god! I would sit on my golden throne and never have to worry about sewing again. No, I. Uh, I don't know. It's it's definitely weird because I ventured less into the toy world. I mean, I still love and appreciate everybody and everything that everyone's done and so but more into the craft world so i fear i fear that if i ever were to mass produce something it wouldn't have the same quality i mean Mm -hmm. i did i mass produced one of them and it definitely didn't have the same quality as if i were to make it but if somebody were to pay for it and pay me that wouldn't be opposed to making money for you know like 
but I wouldn't be able to justify spending that money again at the moment Uh um, for myself at least. So, I mean, it's weird. It's, it's a weird thing to think about that someone wouldn't buy your stuff just because you didn't personally make it. But I think that does affect it a lot. I mean, you you said you're friends with Sean Mm -hmm. Smith. Mm -hmm. Have you seen stuff that he does with Sean Mills? He'd been like, Oh, why didn't I make a iPhone app game? (laughs) <laughs> or if people approach you about like you should do a comic book of your I mean porn. yeah people have, I mean everyone has suggestions and I always greatly appreciate them and you know take them to heart but uh, Sean is fucking awesome and he's been doing what he does a lot longer than I have and so he deserves everything he has the DS game comic books and stuff like that but his is more I mean his is different because he can do that stuff and get away with it. Whereas I don't know if I can. I I also don't, I mean, I'm also not as business savvy as he is. He's, I owe Sean so much just because he's been like my big brother and just had my back through all of this and just helped me out when like, like as far as like helping me with like a business plan or how to promote things better and that kind of stuff. Like, cause I'm just terrible at that kind of stuff. And he's awesome at it, which, you know, he, has the smarts to do something like, all right, I'm going to make a video game and I'm going to do this and that and the other thing. But I don't know because his characters have background stories and there's a little bit of like a narrative. Or exactly. Whereas mine are just story. characters. There's not, I mean, you can put your own story to them. You can do whatever you want with them, but there's no depth to them except for just as objects. So he can do things like, I mean, I'm sure I could too, if I wanted to, but it's just never really something that I've looked into as of currently, maybe one day. I don't know. I'd like to sit on my castle of <laughs> plush and look back. <laughs> castle and, of plush. Yeah. I have all these orphans making all my stuff for me. My Nintendo games. What is your favorite? Like, what are your favorite foods? Uh, pizza, Indian food, and breakfast. I love breakfast. All breakfast. Really? I have a breakfast tattoo. Where's your favorite breakfast place in Chicago? Um, honestly, I... Or are you like a make-it-at-home person? Ooh, well, I make it at home, but I love going. I mean, I love not working, you know, hard, obviously. So I'd rather have someone else make it for me. I mean, when I just want a simple breakfast, I just like going to Cozy Corner because it's just straight up awesome breakfast. Tried to go there today. I was too busy. I don't go on the weekends. That's the beauty of having your own being self-employed is that you can go on a Tuesday morning and no one's there. Um, I like Lula brunch. I like Longman and Eagles brunch. I mean, it depends on how fancy I feel. These are all places in your neighborhood. Yeah, so. I, don't, I don't go very far. <laughs> I barely leave my apartment, let alone my own neighborhood. But I guess that's just the way what Chicago about Johnny's? works. Do you like Johnny's? I've never been to Johnny's. Really? You know, what's that? That's kind of my favorite. It's cheap. It's like right next to Lula. Oh, I have been there in the corner. Yeah. It's all right. Um, growing up in Philly and, and having diners everywhere, Yeah. you, I don't know, Johnny's is like, I, I think Cozy Corner is the best as far as having that like solid diner experience without it being like Johnny's is kind of down and dirty yeah Johnny's is like uh, kind of like you're in there and it looks a little unsanitary but you're kind of like I leave you know like I, I want to feel good when I leave I like breakfast. that like you see the guy cooking and it's like he's touching the food with his hands and stuff and you're like <laughs> he's got like a cigar yeah and yeah. you're like that doesn't seem clean but <laughs> I'm, I'm okay with it I'm going yeah, with no, it yeah no I mean I'm, I'm definitely not a high maintenance kind of gal and you know I but uh, I've I mean Johnny's is all right. I would eat there if I was there, but I would never suggest it for myself. What about pizza here in Chicago? 
I like Santulo's. Santulo's? Yeah. I don't like Chicago deep dish pizza. Okay. I love my triangle, floppy, greasy, you know, East Coast pizza. Okay. So Santulo's, which is right next to Peace Pizza. Okay. Um, They have... The not only the best pizza in Chicago, but it's the closest I can find to pizza back home. So, I are there other are there like Philly foods that you can't get here? Yeah, like, like what? Pork roll is one of my is my favorite breakfast meat. What's that? Pork roll is it is so weird and gross when you describe it, but it's the best thing in the world. It's just like almost like Canadian bacon, but because it, it's circle, but it's a different texture and it's salty and it's just like the fucking best. Oh, I miss it so much. So you like it? I I think it's all right sometimes. Uh, yeah, no, I love it. So My it's dad, just a meat? It's just a meat. And then what do they do with it? You fry it, you pan fry it, okay. and then you eat it, and then you're just the happiest person. You just person. eat it you like, eat by, it. it's not like on you a can, sandwich or I mean, something. you can make, you. it's just like bacon. You can okay. put it on anything, so you can, yeah. Okay. So you, you can eat it on the side. Pork roll. And you can't get that here? You can't get that here. My dad brings it, um, every time he comes to visit, he brings me like a case of it. <laughs> and, uh, and then... Also, uh, my my friend Megan Onsbach, who helps me so back at home, she she loves it equally as much as I do. So she'll sometimes bring it. Who keeps calling me? Um, this never happens. We're we're gonna wrap up. Soon, okay, so good. Thank goodness, because I feel so terrible for anyone that is no, no. still sticking out and like listening at this point. Yeah, don't feel sorry for them. All right, good. Um, yeah, I guess they made their own bed. <laughs> so, well, the way I like to say that is. You shit your own bed. Uh huh. Now, now you have to sleep in it. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes people seem to react <laughs> to that saying weirdly. Really? Yeah. Like they don't think that's a real saying or something. But I mean, you said it, so that's I, good enough for me. Yeah. I would personally you shit the bed. You shit your bed. Right. So now you got to roll around to, in your to, shitty bed. Oh, well, now you got to sleep. Yeah. In it. Okay. I don't well, that get sounds, too graphic. Yeah. About it. <laughs> <laughs> now you should probably shower. Maybe change your sheets. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you don't really have to sleep in your poop bed. No, if you shit in it, you do. Really? You don't just. If you shit the bed, you've got to you sleep, sleep in your poop. In wow. Yeah, that's wow. my rule. Really? So, like, if you were to you poop your own the... bed, <laughs> you, you know would what, you would force yourself to sleep. This has never, this never actually <laughs> happened. Right. To me. Well, well, I mean, but like maybe when I was little. Yeah, but did your parents make you? Did your parents make you sleep in your poop bed? I mean, I guess it's a parent no, thing. You like know, when they I, find I never, cigarettes on you and you make you smoke the whole pack to make sure you never no, smoke. Again. I never. I don't remember ever shitting in a bed and then having to sleep. Okay. Yeah, I've never shit in a bed before. Um, maybe that's just me. But I, I know that if I did shit my bed for some reason. Whatever, whatever it may be, I would have the 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 knowledge to not sleep in that sleep bed. In. I would probably but the, what either throw away those sheets or wash them account, at least five times. What you're not taking into account is that maybe whatever situation caused you to shit the bed mm-hmm. is also causing, causing you, you not, to not realize I shouldn't sleep in. Right. It. I don't think that that would ever be the case unless I'm just. Like, how did you shit the bed in the totally first place? Totally fucking senile. And I'm just like, ooh, here's but some poop, the and then I'm just going to sleep you now. You shit the bed. Yeah, but it maybe... It seems to me like maybe if you shit in a bed, you're doing it to, like, piss somebody off. See, I would think it'd be like, you just can't get up. I don't know, maybe you're, like, sitting on both your feet. So that's what I'm saying. And then you got a poop, like, you ate, I don't know, five bunches of kale, and you just can't... You you try and stand and you can't you fall down and then you you poop the bed and then you're eventually like your legs aren't asleep anymore oh. so you wash I, I mean I'm the assuming poop, the poop I'm assuming that, if like, you poop you your realize, bed yeah. oh wait you know what I this, should really this, I should have this, this is bad, terrible this yeah was a I mean I'm I I know that if I poop the bed <laughs> why didn't we start with this I know that if I poop a bed 
I'm not proud of it. Like, it, there's something say, there's something real wrong with like me. you say poop a bed, it makes it <laughs> sound like, like a I'm bed. crapping on an entire bed. Yeah. That's, that's, man, that is a, that is a lot of food. <laughs> what do you have to eat to poop a bed? I guess two beds, because half of it gets suggested for nutrition, and then the other half gets poop. Yeah, but the half that's coming out is all the, like, bad, the bad half that you couldn't digest. Mm-hmm, right. But that's what I, that's why you need two beds, because then it makes a whole right. bed, because then there's stuff left over. Still not a pleasant bed. No, no, definitely not <laughs> a pleasant, but, you, but I, you don't have to, no one's forcing saying, you to lie on it. If you poop a bed, uh-huh. <laughs> you probably don't want to sleep in it. <laughs> you probably don't want to sleep in it. You might actually want to change your expression to, if you shit the bed, you probably want to wash your sheets. <laughs> <laughs> okay well, that's, a pretty, that's a pretty good uh place to wrap up um you, bed, you might want to wash the sheets oh my god <laughs> okay so uh <laughs> just to wrap up here uh-huh. i'm here with stephanie bomb that's me <laughs> um if you'd like to see steph bomb's work yeah. online stephbomb.com s t e f f b o m b you are going to be at c2e2 here in chicago I on will. saturday mm-hmm. what time again 2 to 3 nerd city booth do you know what booth number oh, that is oh shit i think it's 1026 it is 1026 yeah! i was testing you i actually was going to write uh write that down and uh because i'm horribly irresponsible i didn't write anything down so where is c2e2 at it's it's what's that called <laughs> know where it is <laughs> it's a big convention center on the lake oh good okay yeah i got a ride there last year i wasn't really paying attention i'm sure that i'll um, need to know that and you're also in a show in new york i am i have an uh, an opening at my plastic heart on friday i with March 18th heidi kinney who's my hero and i'm terrified of of that because are you going no i'm not going i don't want my millionaire come on <laughs> no plush I, bucks don't pay for plush plane bucks tickets. Don't, yeah they don't play up uh, they don't plane for tickets oh my god they don't pay for plane tickets but no i won't be there i wish um but no i'll be here uh crying and trying to finish these guns so you're trying have you finished all your work that's going to be in i'm going to finish it today and then mail it out tomorrow but i have pretty much right. it under under control um so that show is called soft it's called soft a plush art show mm-hmm. and it's six artists mm-hmm. see you're one of six i know it's you're nuts. in the top six that doesn't make any sense <laughs> it blows my mind um and how long is that gonna be up for like a month or i is think it it's like up till a... the third of april okay something like that do you think you'll make it up there to see it at all no no that's i'll sad. never see it that's too no bad. maybe they'll send you a picture though. nope never no no i don't know they probably will who knows okay <laughs> um, i don't know if i want to see it i'll look at everyone else's stuff and Think about how awesome it is and how terrible my stuff is. That's uh, yeah. I think you have low plush esteem. I do. I definitely have low plush esteem. You should work on that. Okay. Because people obviously are buying the plush that you're selling. Suckers. You can't keep up with demand. I know. That's nuts. Because I'm slow. I've, I've spent a lot of <laughs> See, time crying and, and self abusing. My you're like yeah. focusing on the negative. I'm just. I don't think about it that much. If that okay. helps. If it right, makes good. you feel better. I'm not pooping my self-esteem bed and then lying in it. I feel like this has been a bummer for you. No, no. I I mean, don't get me wrong. I love what I do. I just just don't understand how anybody else does. Does that make sense? That doesn't make sense. Okay. (laughs) uh, Everyone send Steph words of encouragement. No, you don't have to. (laughs) I'm not that sad. Um, So, uh, yeah. Yeah. So thank you for thank taking you the for time. listening to me talk about nothing for like over an hour. You, you know what? Everybody says that, but then like if you listen back, I think you'll be surprised. Yeah, about how much <laughs> I laugh at my own terrible jokes. 
Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Right. Yeah. All appreciate right. it. Thanks. All right. So thanks everyone to li- who listened. <laughs> uh, let's get serious. You can find this on iTunes. Ooh. If you just like randomly found this and you don't know how, you can find it on <laughs> iTunes by searching for Let's Get Serious or for my name, Kendall Bruns, or you can go to kendallbruns.com. I usually post like show notes. So there'll be like links to like stepbomb.com where she can make money. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, or like info about C2E2. Mm-hmm. You didn't write down booth 1026 yeah. fast enough or something. Right. Um, Come say hi. You don't have to tell me uh, words of encouragement, just like uh, bring me some coffee. She might give you a hug. Oh, I'm a hugger. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I like to end Mm -hmm. the podcast by having the guests like have the last say of something like a phrase or word um, or something. So when you're ready, Steph bomb and Steph bombs away. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) All right, go. Um, Uh, so life is a highway and I want to ride it all night long.